0: Please be mindful that listener discretion is advised due to explicit content. Peace and blessings everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Adulting Sucks Right. I'm your host Liz and while adulting may suck, I try to help you navigate through the trials and tribulations of this thing called life while dealing with anxiety and depression. So from dating and forgiveness and everything in between, I share my life's journey with you to help make your lives just a little bit better. of Adulting Sucks Right. Today I have a special guest. She is my friend slash sister, uh, Brittany Shanae. Um, She's a somatic self-coach. She is a massage and energy healer, therapist extraordinaire. She's the founder of Better Body and a host of her own podcast, Awkward Aries Podcast. So today we will be kikiing and shooting the shit about all things vices so she's going to be sharing with us her vices how she has overcome it um also we have a special topic in our Hey fellow segment where is consent the new sexy hmm tune in to find out so thank you for coming by and uh let's get the show started Too much we figured we
1: just started talking yeah. again.
0: Uh-huh. We did, we, we, our did. <laughs> we
1: did. I was like, Are we actually gonna get to this vices thing? I just feel like we just started our podcast, yes. and I Haven't recorded it yet. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> well, we can jump right into it, <laughs> okay? Go ahead, we got the juices flowing. We got it, yes. we got it. All right, so today's main topic we're gonna be talking about vices. Um, with the holidays here, you already know. <laughs> probably the usage of your vices are going up. I would say so. Um, because I know mine has. So <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna get right into it and just kind of freestyle it. Um, oh, let me introduce <laughs> who this person is speaking. You're probably like, who the hell is this talking? This is my homegirl Brittany. Hey <laughs> Brittany, would you like to um give a little bit of info about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I'm a good friend of Lavender Lizzie here. Uh, We've known each other for, what, like nine years? Eight, nine years? Yeah. It's been a long time. And um, uh, by trade, I'm a massage therapist, energy healing practitioner, yoga teacher. Um, I'm all for you know, self care, health, wellness, healing justice, all that good stuff. Um, and also just into having fun and, and talking about the things in life that matter that help us to get introspective into our human experience so we can figure this thing out and yes. hopefully do it better as time goes on. So I'm happy to be here to talk more about some of that.
0: Yes, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. And just now, my damn edible just kicked in. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> So my bad on the introduction. Yeah. right. <laughs> did, and I was like, uh, here's Britney." <laughs> it's all good.
1: Enjoy that.
0: Yes. Um, so bear with me. Bear with me. It's
1: actually a great
0: segue for the theme of today's <laughs> yes, podcast. It is. Actually. It is. Um, vices. What is your vice? Um, we're gonna be talking about vices, the different types of vices, and just personal experience about how our vices is, is affecting us. Dope. So um what really led me to 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 really do the topic is when I went through my 30 days mm. of just not drinking and really sticking with it. That shit was hard. Was it? Yes. I mean I know the feeling. <laughs> it was very, very hard. But and what's the hardest part for you? Like the hardest <sighs> sensation. Um, when the cravings, I was actually having cravings for it, where I'm like, oh, my God, I really can just, and feel, imagine myself drinking it and the feeling behind it. And it's like, damn, I really had to really think about that. Like, where's, why do I always want to, or not always, but why do I get to a point where my vice could potentially be? my addiction and you know where it can like really screw my life up and so it had me thinking a lot about that yeah yeah. so um like I'll get back to it eventually yes and speaking of showing grace (laughs) 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 when you have vices you have to show yourself some grace yeah um what are some ways, or first, let's let me ask, um, what are your vices?
1: My vices um I guess you could say I've had several vices over time, mm-hmm. um, and I guess the prime is really what's the primary <laughs> vice at what point? <laughs> yeah, um if I had to list them all out, I guess I would say, um, weed for sure. I mean, if you consider that advice, I think it's helped, me, but I think really so. It turns into a vice depending on how I use it and how much I rely on it, which sometimes I I admit is like sometimes more than I'd like to admit, but, Mm -hmm. um, it it can go both ways with that. Um, same with alcohol, although like alcohol is much harsher, obviously you have to be, I know I feel like I have to be much more careful about going down that slippery slope because I've definitely abused alcohol in the past. And wasn't pretty. wasn't fun. And I, I don't have any intention on going back to that. But also, I don't want, um, you know, to totally deny myself that. I think in terms of alcohol, moderation is important, you know, so Very. long as it's not a severe situation for you. Because um, you definitely got to be mindful of your own health. So, that's where I'm at with that. Um, food. Food has been a vice for me. Especially <sighs> yes. specific, like, comfort foods. As my mm-hmm. mama put it, I'm definitely a carboholic. I love things that will probably make you fat. <laughs> it's not the healthy foods that I crave, yeah. um, although sometimes that's true. Like I love a good Honeycrisp apple, but they're definitely sweeter than <laughs> most apples. <laughs> yes. So there's the caveat. Um, but I, I I like sugar, sugar filled things. I love coffee, caffeinated things, um, and uh, you know anything that feels good i guess could be advice technically depending on how you use it but Mm -hmm. i let's say in terms of external things i'd add tv to that list i think i'm a bit of an escapist i've come to that realization in like the Mm -hmm. last couple of weeks is that i'm really good for sitting in front of a good story i love a good story i can kind of use that sometimes till i get out of my own head um But I admit that I probably spend too much time Engulfed in other stories Versus my own or so
0: Yeah Yeah, I think We, (laughs) you know, we a lot A lot lot of like You you already know Um, I pretty much Those are my struggles as well Or I ain't (laughs) gonna say struggles It's my vice Use the word vice Uh, I would say alcohol more so than weed Okay Um and cuz i've definitely abused it and finally just when i did the 30 day fasting of just like not drinking mm-hmm. that's when i realized it really really hit like <sighs> he was doing so much um <laughs> but um, well what helped you come to that real- what what about the fast
1: help you come to that realization
0: um I noticed how much more productive I was mm. and how I was using and how I had to really face and deal with my emotions or problems that came up that I, then I may have just been like, you know what, I'm going to check out. And that's how I check out. Yeah. Um, It started getting to that point. And so I noticed that I was much more productive as far as, just making sure to get stuff done um I did really spend too much time watching TV either I just kind of started doing other stuff that I've been wanting to do and I had the energy to do it because the next day when I get up because I'm not drinking yeah. I have more energy and I'm like damn that shit feels good Yeah. um and I was like I'm gonna have to start doing this at least like maybe three or four times a year just Every three months, just do it. That's, and that's a good idea. Yeah, um, cause I want to start doing it in January, cause I think January is will be like that third month that it falls on. So yeah, and um, get started again. But it was difficult. Mm-hmm. It really was, cause I was like, God damn, I had to come to a lot of realizations. Um, it's hard getting rid of your vices or changing
1: your relationship with your vices. Yes, that's not an easy thing.
0: No, it's not, because it's almost like your vice is, it's kind of like your, uh, um, it's it's almost a toxic relationship in a way. Yeah. Um, and you know, depending on how bad your vice is, and once you kind of get away from it, you're like, ah damn. Mm-hmm. it's almost um codependency yeah and that's one of the things that i've learned i'm codependent on it
1: oh, I well that's a do lot you of think shit that the alcohol depends on you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know what
1: though to be fair i was cracking a funny but to be fair like the alcohol industry in a lot of ways does kind of thrive off of people's depression and need for escape yeah um and a release from stress and most of us don't really know how to cope i mean i definitely see tides changing socially where people are becoming more aware of like mental health and mm-hmm. um just general self care um and and nutrition and health and things like that but you know there's still a pr- pretty large group of people who don't maybe don't know or don't care you know and so If you, someone who's trying to get some alcohol off the market, even if you're just thinking like, oh, fancy dinners and weddings and things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think the dog look of people are thinking about dinners and weddings and whatever. I mean, maybe social gatherings, but probably social gatherings full of like depressed people who are looking to forget
0: something. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Or stressed out people who are trying to let go of the
0: week. I feel like that's what parties are all about anyway. Yeah. Just a bunch of stressed out, depressed people right. trying, to, trying to get themselves out of that shit. Yes. Michael Jackson said it.
1: Like, leave that nine to five on the shelf and enjoy yourself. Yes. And people be trying to dance and be drunk while they dancing. And, you know, the drugs have gotten more unique and, and <laughs> stronger and mm-hmm. uh, intricate in a lot of ways. But um, I do even though feel like we're elevating in that way of becoming more aware of ourselves. I feel like that's kind of a, a, a two-faced coin, too. Because I think people are, are using those things to kind of escape a bit, you know? Oh, yeah. So, it's like, Definitely. on one hand, those things can be eye-opening and releasing and therapeutic in a way. But there's
0: that line.
1: And I guess maybe that's the line that creates the vice. Yeah. It's yeah. that.
0: It's too much of anything. Whether it's good or bad is is going to be an issue. It's to, it can be a vice. So, you could be, I probably won't even touch this. You know what? I'm going to touch it. Go for um, it. <laughs> just like with religion. Christianity, specifically. I think some people. Um, Ooh, looking at religion as a vice. Yes. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, for real, though. Well, let's go if there. you think about it, I've seen some people rely heavily on the Bible to the point where it's, it's. You start developing a codependency with it. You start yeah. letting it dictate your life, your relationships with people, the way that you handle yourself, where you conduct business, and how it can limit your your perception on a lot of things. Just like alcohol, when you have too much of it, it limits your perception on it. Ooh, so too much religion. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, because some would argue that, like with religion,
1: it's supposed to. Conduct how you know supposed to guide you and how to conduct yourself in all those ways, but what you're saying is that there's
0: a there's a line for that one too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you eat too much spinach, you can get renal failure from it. I'm just (laughs) saying, and that's something that's good. It's it's full of you know nutrients and riboflavin, right? see, you know, and and so it's to me it's the same thing because I mean I've you know either wit and witnessed it, seeing other people do it, or if you just look at yeah, how the country is being ran and how other countries are being ran and how things are going. We use a lot of religion and we let that dictate. Mm. Just like like I said before with alcohol. Let it dictate. That's interesting. That's interesting. Letting religion dictate.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I definitely have seen that as well. Um, Also,
0: politics. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) People who are, like, really into politics, it worked. You know, I've been there for a little bit. Not so much politics as it is, like, social political matters I've gotten caught up in. Mm -hmm. But I've also seen how politics um, has a way of sort of playing chess with some of these social things and creating issues and setting things up in a certain way and i really gained some insight and maybe this isn't the best source of like political insight but uh house of cards have you
0: watched that show Mm -mm. i have it on my list though because i remember you telling me to watch it man
1: we just started it i guess a few weeks ago now Mm -hmm. um and we're moving through it slow. We said we was going to take the journey nice and slowly. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, by the end of the first episode, it's like, wow. You really see how politicians, like, it really has nothing to do with us. You know, it really has nothing to do with people, other, except for using us as pawns. Um, or understanding, you know, what kind of piece they are on the board and knowing how to move them in your own favor. Um, but it's, it's interesting, insight into like human psychology and pomp and circumstance and all that stuff too um but it's just kind of interesting because I used to be caught up in it and then I found myself like why do I, I don't feel like I can really make a difference by protesting and yelling and stuff like it really occurred to me how you know not to downgrade or dismiss anything that Dr. King did but like People was marching back then in Selma and all that stuff. And then when I found myself like marching and stuff, I thought, am I really making a difference? And I'm finding myself stressed out and overwhelmed. And like, I'm suffering now because of this thing. And it continues to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, am I making any impact And um, I kind of had to sit back with myself and go, I don't think I want to stress myself out about something that I can't really change. All I can do is worry about myself and worry about the people around me who I can connect with and deal with it that way. Mm -hmm. But I think that it is easy to kind of use like some of this social and political
0: stuff as an escape, something to focus on to get away from yourself. COVID is a huge example of that. For one, it's been, it's, um, Being politicized, which whatever that yeah, it's it, polarizing it's, people in a yes, weird way. Yes, in
1: a way that I don't, I've never seen a disease
0: do before. No, I haven't either. And it's, but I, I think people you can use that as advice because they start going into it and letting it dictate their lives. And I mean, sure. Has it affected everybody? Hell yeah, it has. Sure. It has affected the entire the entire world. And its economy, the way we behave, the way we interact with one another, um, money, education, everything. It has impacted across the board. But I think that people, like some people can, what am I trying to say, can really um, take that and let it, overpower them in their every decision making yeah and it really doesn't and it, they let it get in between the relationships yes their jobs have, their friendships people like, have ended friendships and yes. marriages because of um even with the vaccine The vaccine yeah has broken up vaccine. families yeah and it's <laughs> i mean i'm the type of person I'm really like, your body, your choice, whatever. Just just like we are up in arms about what Texas is doing with the abortion law, we should be up in arms about forcing people to do stuff. Yeah. I mean, I understand But it. even
1: people who are writing for that, I think, are split decisions.
0: Oh, it's still split for me. Yeah. You know, because I am a my body, my choice type of person. But at the same time, it's like... <sighs> uh, I see the benefits, but then I see them from both sides. I see everything from both sides. Yeah. So it's hard to be black or white in this situation. It's definitely great for me because it's, it's, it sucks for everybody. Right. Whether you are against it or for it, it sucks for everyone. Yeah. I agree. Um,
1: I had a thought and it went away. But in terms of that being advice, I think that people need a reason to be angry about things. Um, And it is probably because they have valid reasons that they're angry, Mm -hmm. but they don't know how to articulate the root of their anger. And so I think that anything that they feel triggered or offended by or scared of, and usually much of the ego stuff is activated because of of fear of of some sort, any sort. And so what that turns into is this like becoming an extreme about whatever it is you believe and feeling like you have to impose that belief on everyone else. And it's like, well, that's your belief. You know, you can have that belief. Now, Mm -hmm. I feel like with the vaccine, it always gets a little complex because now there's people who believe that the vaccine will somehow, um, save us in a way. And that's not really what it's built to do. It's built to help. I mean, as far as what has been announced is that it helps you personally with how you deal with the virus. If you are to have it, um, And there were some promises that were made about the vaccine that that's kind of fallen through at this point in terms of it preventing COVID, which it doesn't do, um, or preventing um, transferring to other people, which it doesn't do. Um, And in some cases, it can decrease their health depending on what their preconditions are and so on and so forth with their body chemistry, all that stuff. And there's Mm. just not enough known about it to know how much it really helps and how much it doesn't. And what's been reported about it has fluctuated over the last year. But it was made in a hurry. And about a virus we don't know much about, which has evolved to at least, you know, several different uh, variants. And there's only really a vaccination for maybe one of those. Yeah. And so... Um, it's not hard for me to look at somebody, though, who the single mother who has a government job and has two kids at home, and that job tells her, you got to get vaccinated or you got to go. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against her doing that. Or anyone who just says, I'm going to go get the vaccine. Do you, brother sister? I don't have nothing against that. But also, why do we need to uh, vilify the people who choose not to? You know, mm-hmm. if if statistically speaking the rates don't necessarily change, you know, or it depends on who you're talking to because there's so much misinformation. I feel like there's this weird misinformation too that's kind of like become an addiction. It uh, Like researching things to back up your
0: opinion is something yes. I think people have
1: turned into like almost a hobby.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you look at YouTube videos, what is that all about when they do reviews? And yeah. What, like, uh, what's the one... Um, film theory. Just I love it. Poking, poking holes in everything like, well, what about this? Or what about that? And it's like, damn, that's the shit that I've been thinking about, but never to this degree. Yeah. But you have, it's so many people out there that are like that, that have YouTube channels <laughs> like, like uh, How It Should Have Ended. Yes. Yeah,
1: and that's uh, another one. Uh, Cinema T- scenes. I was, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say TV scenes. Yeah, that one TV too.
0: Sins, uh, m- music videos, they do them all. And yes. I would just sit there and be like, it's thoroughly entertaining. It is. And
1: actually extremely informative and I think it has a way of
0: like Helping develop critical thinking skills. It really does. Because yeah. it's either like you'll you be like, yeah, I was thinking that too, or I was like, damn, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even notice that. Like yeah. now I got to go back and watch that episode. Right. Like, so I can see it again and get a different perspective. So it can, this is an example where it can be a yes. good thing. I feel like that's some of the best education yes. I've ever had in my life. Yes. And helping Thank me expand you, you my too. thought process. And yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit.
1: These people are detectives.
0: Yes. And yes. it's like, damn, because I used to feel some type of way about me being like, why am I so nosy? Why do I have to like really go <laughs> and look shit up? I do it. I do it a lot with music um i think we talked about it yeah where i will hear a song and i'm like i know that sample from somewhere yeah i have to go investigate it's a useless that- skill yes. yes and i'll find it and then it's even gotten to a point where i created a playlist of the sample and then the <laughs> song that it came that it's sampled from yeah so that way i'm like because then i'll bring it up to my mom she's like what you know about this song I'm like i heard it in this song and she I heard it too. It's a great conversation starter, I, love I think. It. I
1: think so too. I mean some people will look at you sideways and that's happened to me plenty of times too. Where I'd be like, yo, there's this thing I think is so cool, let me share it with you. And people be like, Uh, okay, that's cool. I'd be like, Oh, okay. I get that just me? All right. Well,
0: you can come that's to me. Right. <laughs>
1: But I know I've gone down that rabbit hole so far to where it was like there. Sometimes it was hard for me to back out. I realized I was in too deep. Yes, and it was just like I hate when oh, that no, though. yeah. <laughs> and it could be with music. It could be with well, like conspiracy theories. Yes, and that kind of gets dangerous in a while because um, you start kind of going nuts based off some of the stuff that could be true, and just thinking like dang that shit's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think that some people kind of like rely on that in order to feel something to
0: function. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like the whole flat earth, the Flat Earthers thing, which I don't have nothing against them. It's, it's almost like watching a bunch of kids who desperately want to prove that Santa Claus is true. Mm-hmm. And, and I really don't say that in a like <laughs> condescending way because like I remember that feeling of even though I knew Santa wasn't real, it was like, I kind of want him to be. Right. I know it's a ridiculous story, but I kind of want him to be real. It just would have <laughs> been dope if right. Santa Claus was real. Absolutely. like Why not? And I feel like that's kind of like, when I when I see flat earthers, I just feel like they're more like militant versions of that belief, <laughs> you know, like the epitome of that, like desperately wanting to have something where it's like different and I didn't conform <laughs> and... Whatever I'm not it is, a conformist, yes.
0: And there's something I know that you Rage don't. And it feels good to, yeah. It
1: feels good to think something differently than everybody else, and <laughs> it's like I don't know. And there's something like that's like a childlike wonder, and it's like, oh, you're so precious. But <laughs> <laughs> <you're> not precious, <laughs> you're precious. Yes. Like I mean, and I know there's stuff that I've believed in, and but I know that my beliefs can change, so
0: I don't hold on too tightly to beliefs. I really don't, cause I. To touch on that yes yeah my and when it when i notice it i'm like damn i used to believe this and like so passionate about it and then like it's like man yeah now i have something right. else <laughs> New thing. exactly and i'll be like yeah i was
1: riding real hard for that back in january I, you know it doesn't really have as much fervor for me anymore mm-hmm. so um moving on to the next thing you know that- it is what it is. Either I believe it, but I'm not emotionally attached to it, or I don't believe it anymore, or just don't believe in it that strongly. I don't know. Or, or seeing both sides. Like yes. you said, like you start becoming more objective and you can go, I can see Either people way. making that choice. I can see people making this choice. I don't think, there's any one way to skin a cat, or I guess it's not PC anymore. Peta don't come for me, but um, there's more more than That's one way to thing. to to live life. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: What would you just? Because uh, he said, it, yeah, and it's like. We can't even say sayings anymore without people jumping in, and you're against animal, you're you're for animal cruelty, and you know I think that's a too. Yes, yeah. I was just that's the reason why I'm bringing it up because people are addicted to canceling everybody. Yes, it's like everybody. I think it's a form of control. It is. Yeah. Oh, it, it most definitely. People are so is. addicted
1: to control. Yes. In any like kind of way,
0: and if you really think about it, when your your vice. Is tied into something like cancel culture. We know that that's tied into really the vice is control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just in the form of yeah, you know, let's do this one thing. Same thing with with the vaccine. The underlying issue is anger, mm-hmm. but let's mask it in the form of vaccinations and being for it and being again. Let's start a war against it, you yeah. know, or fear like people are. Losing jobs. People mm-hmm. are losing
1: home. People are losing everything. everything. People are losing lives. Yes. And the thing though, and it's not politically correct to say, but the thing is, it's like we all got to die sometime. And um, humans haven't really lived in harmony with the natural environment for a long time. No. And I'm not I'm not like a crazy eco kind of person, although I do care about the well-being of the earth. Believe that we're an extension of it and it's an extension of us. Um, but I feel like... It's We understand that there are animals that are going extinct. We understand that there are other kind of species that are going endangered or behaviors are changing, natural behaviors are changing. But one thing that humans, I don't think, like to come to grips with is that we are also beings of nature and sometimes we have to die. There are species of things that have died because of disease, Mm -hmm. have died because of famine, have died because their home is no longer... You know, available to them, yeah, yeah, because because of whether it's human interference or something else, and so we don't like to talk about that amongst us. But like, we also die because of disease, and we go. It could be like COVID. Whatever your opinions or views are about the origins of COVID, pointless. But disease happens, famine happens, poverty happens. Mm-hmm. Um, all these things happen, and so there are going to be periods of times where like. Mass amounts of humans will die off. And that's not the worst thing for the world. Things die all the time. It just sucks because of our... Connection. The way we carry it emotionally yeah. yeah, in us. It's like, of course, there's nobody I want to say goodbye to because of a virus. Or not have a chance to say goodbye to yeah. because of a virus. Um, but at the end of the day, it's what happens. The elderly are... We're trying to keep them around maybe longer than they're supposed to. There are lots of people that we keep in hospitals alive who aren't functioning and all these things. And I question the like
0: the ethics of that. Like obviously I if a person says, "Keep me
1: alive," then sure, but, but I
0: to don't a want certain to be around. Extent, I yeah. don't want to be hooked up. I don't want to be in a coma for 5 to 10 years. No. Cuz then who's to say if life. I do come out of the coma, I'm not going to be that same person again. I may and, not be, but the world is not going to be yeah. what I remember it to be. People like, would have the... aged. Yes. And the world would
1: have changed a bit and I would have lost time. I can't get back. That's, I would think that's worse
0: than what, you know. <laughs> For some, some people it might <laughs> yeah. be. Yeah. I've seen that Demolition be... Man. Exactly! <laughs> that would be right. horrible to wake up and all your all your family is gone. Grandparents, yeah. kids, great kids, all of those. It's like, that would be wild as hell. You just wake up and Everything you, you look in a mirror and you're gray. Yeah, your hair
1: is gray. And it's white. That's why. you have a totally to... different face because you have aged a decade. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's wild to me. But yeah, I I think that that's also a form of control, though, is trying to keep people alive or keep ourselves alive in this really futile attempt to like live as long as possible and. Some things are meant to die. It sucks. Things that I was watching a Netflix docu series, The Animal. I don't know if you've watched it, Mm-mm. but basically what they do is they just document the lives of these different animal species, so that they can um, narrate the way that they live their lives, the way that they mate, the way that they protect their families, the way they hunt for food, or um, or what happens when um, the Sahara is drying up and they don't have a lot of a lot of food, and what these animals have to do to try to survive. And there's death and dying and murder and destruction and chaos in the natural world all the time. And humans, I think, because we're more consciously evolved, we try to we try to halt that or we try to pick a different path, which I think is beautiful that we have that choice opposed to other animals that are like purely ran on instinct or primarily ran on yeah. instinct. But also, like, I think we have a hard time dealing with the fact that, like, some people got to go. Some babies ain't going to live. Some old no. people aren't meant to live a 100 And even some middle-aged people, like, if, you know, it's kind of the whole Darwin theory in a way, it's just like, some things in nature kind of comes out fucked up, and you kind of got to deal with how it comes, and if that means that they don't have longevity, that's not the worst thing in the world, it's just natural. Um, But I think not having a good, like, spiritual practice can be why people turn to vices so much, because then you're looking for this external control, this this thing to help me cope, this thing to help me deal, make me feel like I'm in myself. And it's all an illusion. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. It's just so much about the natural world that kind of makes me let go of this idea that I need to control stuff because everything is chaos. When you really step back and look at it, it's chaos, but it also works in perfect harmony. And I know that that has nothing to do with me being a human being. So if I die, I die It's just meant to be my time. Mm -hmm. I think trying to cling to a version of life that we expect to have versus the one that we have, and then just trying to create one that we want in harmony with what is, you know, natural, Mm -hmm. then I think we'd be much better off, and you won't have to try to escape anything
0: in a perfect world. But I I will say that I'm saying stop here. All right, so we're going to pause for the cause and hooting our whistles um and then once we come back, we will get started on our next topic. <music> All right, and we are back. So, for the next segment, I still haven't came up with a name for it other than Hey Fellas. And this is a segment where um, I give sound advice to men or those who identify as men. Um, So, yeah, the thing that I wanted to talk about this week is um, how, for one, consent is sexy. It's, it's... It can be sexy. It can be sexy. I'll say that. It can be sexy. Um, and I'll just... I, it, it's something about when a guy just... I don't know how it is for you, but when somebody asks me, like, a guy... Like, hey can I touch your thigh mm-hmm. and then they touch it it's like oh shit, you mm-hmm. you you care about my feelings like <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 ask before doing it instead of just doing it because I know um you know for me a lot of times guys just automatically want to slap your butt just because they think that it's okay to do it all the time but sometimes they may not may not want that to happen at that point in time
1: yeah I mean, I think consent kind of indicates a few things in terms of, like, a especially a potential partner or any kind of relationship. It's, like, one, if you automatically ask me for consent without, like, me having to prime you, then I know that you already have at least some form of boundary-setting skills. Yes. And that's fantastic. Yes. Um, and then you're considerate of me to to ask me, like, check in with me at that moment, like, even if we are a couple, like... As you and I were talking about earlier, I don't belong to you. Like, I'm not your property. Mm -hmm. I still have my own autonomy. My moods change. I mean, I always want to be touched, even if you are my partner, someone who I'm intimate with. Um, So, consideration, checking in. Which, again, that kind of is like a a sub-part of boundaries. Um, And then, you know, to me, it's also kind of a reflection of, like, who follows the golden rule. And I think most people kind of want... Some level of freedom, maybe in terms of like touching and having access to people. But I think most people kind of want that consideration of like, allow me to have my space when I have space Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I'm going to treat others how I want to be treated. And if that's something that you can implement on your own, again, without like having to have too many conversations about (laughs) it and like we have to go schoolhouse rock on it just for you to understand, like, no means no. And I need my space and. This moment is not the next moment, and in, in between time, anything can change. And if that's not something you can keep up with, then, you know, I guess maybe that goes back to whatever. But, um, yeah, consent is sexy. The way I like to prove that is uh, one of my favorite Marvin Gaye songs is I Want You. Mm-hmm. Spotify it right now. It's on there. I'm sure you can YouTube it, worst case scenario. And that is one of the sexiest songs I've ever heard. And it totally holds up through time. And if you think about it, the song is talking about consent. And it's like, if just, all you got to do is listen to it. It's very obvious. And people, I'm sure, didn't think of it that way when it first came out. And yeah. you're like, wow, what a sexy, steamy song about consent. But like <laughs> now that it's something that's at the forefront of our social conversations, it's kind of dope to be able to say, man, something back then that came out and was like conscientious about Wanting you to want me the same way that I want you before we go forward. And not coming up with any BS excuse about, you know, consent kind of ruins the mood. It's like, no, it doesn't. Not if you
0: got enough swag. Yes. Because, hmm, consent me out of my panties. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. And you don't Shit. have to touch
1: me to let me know. You can just give me that stare. Yes. That stare, man, man, that stare
0: be everything.
1: You know what? And now you got practice with the stare because that's about the only place to your face that we can see now, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know? Thanks to the masks and stuff. Like, you be better you bet you bet learn how to work your eyes. Yes. <laughs> Tyra Banks yes. with my Smized eyes. Your eyes. Yes. But I was looking like yes. there was something <laughs> in it.
0: We can't see us but we are
1: actively trying to do the yes. smizing. Yeah.
0: The winking and all. Yes. I finally learned how to wink correctly. Really? I don't know. why. <laughs> I can wink one eye without the other now. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been able to do that for a while. I thought you was gonna say <laughs> Wait, you just chat
1: to... <laughs> Oh my gosh. I used to go up to people and say, If I blink like this, would you be friends with me? Uh, if I blink one
0: eyelid at a time, he's uh, <laughs> like, "Hey, yo, she an alien, <laughs> <laughs> right?" Her uh, her bling suit
1: isn't working properly. Right, you need to help. You need to have it stretched out a little <laughs> right. bit or like, something. Put some oil in that eyelid. <laughs> Got but... the Henger
0: suit on. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we so silly. We are, <laughs> but, but yes, kissing is sexy and it's um, appropriate for any relationship, no matter how old it is. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think like some of the safest, most comfortable relationships are old ones that like know you enough to know like, okay, this is what's going on. We ain't gonna touch you. We just gonna leave you with this, or this is the time to caress you because I, you know, I've. I've, been, I've spent enough time with you and considered what your boundaries are enough to kind of engage, engage with you without having to ask. But also, still checking in is nice because you never know. It um, is. So, yeah. Yeah, consent can be safe even for the person who's asking for consent. If anything, consider yourself when asking for consent because... You don't want anyone to have any doubts or to be able to say that, hey, this person didn't
0: ask. If anything, do it to cover your own ass. Yep. Especially during these times where uh, everybody's uh, no no zones are being no no zones. Like, we're (laughs) not no no zones. (laughs) (laughs) Where consent is really at the forefront of one of the issues that are currently going on. Yeah. So absolutely, but yes, fellas and ladies too. Yeah, ladies. ladies can be
1: pretty aggressive sometimes, and because society kind of doesn't hold us under the same microscopic lens as it does men, not in the same way. There, I mean, there are some things, but um, I think some women think that they can get away with some stuff just because oh, it's a woman doing it to a man, not the mm-hmm. other way around. I don't know if you saw this video. I think it was on TikTok. I, I saw it on a short on Facebook. Um, but there was this woman who went to Disneyland, I'm not sure which location, but there was a, uh, a worker there who was dressed up like Gaston and she like reached out like she wanted to squeeze his man boobs and he said no get out I will not take a picture of you there are children around here no you go and she was like are you serious like for real cause he was like he was, she a, he was a fine dude dressed up like Gaston who's supposed to be like the epitome of sexy in that story uh-huh. and so I'm sure he probably gets a lot of yeah. women up there like ooh Gaston grabbing his arms and all kind of stuff and that's the same thing cause if it were a man doing that to Cinderella we'd be all like right, all head up in arms right so we will be out there
0: picketing and, and all types of bullshit Shit. Yeah, so well, when I'm it comes that the that's
1: other bullshit. way. No, no, I feel you, but you know, we we tend to kind of like let the men go by the wayside in those conversations about mm-hmm. consent. And you know,
0: consent is not a gender specific thing. No, no, it isn't. And I'm starting to realize how just in some interactions, and this just ties into educating. I think as parents. Um, or whether you're a parent, a guardian, you know, a huge, a, a, a influence, a, a positive influence on the child's life, just even talking about consent early yeah. on yeah. can help tremendously. Because I would like to think that a lot of these um, men and women, mm-hmm. we did not have that talk. Nobody taught us about, hmm.
1: See now that goes into that could easily segue into a whole other topic, and I'll just touch on it because I know how easy it is for us to go down mm-hmm. a totally different path. Yes. Um, but I feel like the way parents behave when it comes to um, punishing children can have a mixed message result. Like for instance, I can only speak for myself, and I know other people have said they've had this experience where. Um, you may have a parent or loved ones who tell you, you know, if someone's touching you, if someone's harassing you, you make sure you let me know, or you, you know, you kick and you scream and you do all these things. But these are the same people who um, are emotionally neglectful. Mm-hmm. It's the same pe- people who will put their hands on you the moment they're upset, mm-hmm. and if you resist, it only becomes a bigger problem. And when you're getting those mixed messages from people that you love, I feel like the Ooh. I feel like that's why consent is such a weird topic today. Because we don't really understand what that is. Because the people who perhaps preached the message of consent to us when we were younger were the same ones who were violating our boundaries yeah. and um, and causing damage to our bodies mentally, physically, and, and obviously that would have some sort of spiritual impact because many of us internalize mm-hmm. you know, our negative experiences. And then we go into relationships and we go, Well, I didn't think I could say no you know, or I thought, yeah, or, you know, you act out some other kind of behavior because of this, whatever belief develops from that experience in your childhood. So that's something that I know for me, becoming an adult is something that I've had to deal with and finding my voice because of those mixed messages.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you, you said it (laughs) It just, even as you were saying it, it just made me think back on just when it Comes to consent, it's like, but parents yeah. <laughs> they they po- they push us past our boundaries. Because they overstep themselves. So. Yeah, and having <laughs> that, well, because I'm your parent, Be
1: whatever I thing. say
0: goes. And it's like, but yeah, you still have to have respect. Mm-hmm. You still have to have respect for your for your child, no matter what age they are, because they're little humans. Yes, they're yeah. human, and their brains and and minds, emotions, and stuff is still developing, and you're really just hindering them from having a high level of emotional intelligence
1: yeah because they think well people love me they put their hands on me Mm -hmm. but then when am I supposed to kick and scream because I don't like this but when I speak up it only gets worse yeah and that that's a tough thing to unlearn it is yeah especially I mean the first step is recognizing it and I feel like collectively we're all in a place where we're recognizing it And it's one of those things that's uncomfortable to look at. But I I think, I have faith that we'll be able to normalize something healthy soon.
0: Yes. You know,
1: people are already, like, developing groups and and all kinds of things to help people become
0: more aware. Just have a
1: support group for people who are, you know, or just therapy, Mm -hmm. you know. Therapy
0: has been, I I, I would say, thanks. (sighs) On one hand, we already know COVID was. Is, is is a huge issue. But I would say one of the good things that came out of it is people having an, uh, a certain amount of awareness yeah. with their mental health, um and their emotional health. So I'm thankful for it because more and more people are starting to get into therapy. Yeah. Um and there are so many different ways to do it. You don't even have to go in the office anymore. You could just do it from the comfort of your own home. Yes,
1: that has been ex- I've never actually met uh, my therapist I haven't. I haven't met my new therapist in
0: person either. <laughs> yeah. And, but it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Um. Because she's good at what she does. Yeah. And, and forming those, you know, that type of uh, relationship between us. But it's, I can't say it enough. Therapy, therapy, therapy yes. really, it really, really helps. Even people that I've known that was like, I'm never doing therapy. Yeah has it's, decided to do it, and they said they are never not doing it again. Yeah. And like, it's,
1: it changes the game. It really to have does. somebody who doesn't know you, and that's important, because I think some people feel like, oh, I have enough of a support system. But if you have any inkling that that support system could be biased in any way, um and you have continuous drama that kind of loops in your life and mm-hmm. you start to notice like why do I keep running into the same issue especially in your relationships your relationship with yourself with others yep. and even like the, the your relationship with the material world and in, in the natural world that shows up too like I genuinely believe like people who have like irrational phobias or uh, lack mindset when it comes to money mm-hmm. and, which is something that I'm working with on myself yep. and you start realizing like oh dang that's Every aspect of my life has been impacted by this experience that I had when I was young and I didn't know that this is what was happening to me and now it's playing out. Therapy is one of the best ways to help you unpack that stuff. And then asking for consent and stuff starts to feel more natural opposed to like, oh, I feel corny, I feel <laughs> I feel weird. And it's like, no, I'm protecting myself and yes. I'm establishing what it is that I want out of this relationship and um, helping you get comfortable with that.
0: Yes, because again, like we said, consent is is sexy and setting boundaries. Setting yes. boundaries is healthy Super for both. Super sexy. It's, it's healthy. Is sexy, and it's beneficial for both parties because when you respect one another, you know, you're forming you're forming um, trust. You're forming respect. You're you're, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I
1: get it. I really like the idea of like as a yoga practitioner. To me, I see consent as a practice of ahimsa or nonviolence. Um, you know, when you are asking permission for something, then yeah, sure, we hurt people by accident. But mm-hmm. but if a simple hey, is it okay if if that could squash any you know or, or as much drama as it can before it even starts, then why not? Mm-hmm. You know, why not? And then you don't have to suffer through accusation. You don't have to suffer through. Um, you know, having to guess what the moment meant, or if the other person yeah. was down or whatever, you don't have to guess. It just takes so much of the uncertainty out of the situation. Obviously, not everybody is honest, no. and two people can offer consent, and then somebody can have uh, what they say buyer's remorse, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and then they want to they want to call you know cry wolf, and that's not fair either. No, and I it's wish not. there were ways to work around that. Um, I know some people are like trying to do the consent contracts. Have, are you familiar
0: with these? I've heard that they have apps. They do. Um, that you can do consent. But I haven't known anybody to have used it or anything.
1: I haven't heard of it either. I've only really seen it on TV. Yeah. Honestly, like on TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But and that can still go either way. Now my thing is if I sign a paper and then we get started and I change my mind. Then the contract doesn't really reflect that. It does protect um, one party in a way to say, well, the, she was here. She signed the paper. Like she agreed to this. But then if something starts going down, and I'm like, you know what? I know I signed the contract that I was down, but I changed my mind. No means no at any point. Yeah. You know. So, but but if something happens, then how do you prove that? Yeah, I was into it at first, and then I changed my mind down the line.
0: It's really no. It doesn't really protect anything. No. It's I mean, real. if you just, other than recording, but even that. Yeah, now you have to create porn <laughs> to right. so your point. Right, so it's like, no, that doesn't. Porn is actually
1: one way to keep yourself safe, kids.
0: <laughs> and it's also lucrative. <laughs> right. <laughs> just say it. Yes, just no. say it, yes. <laughs> Bruh. World we live in, right? Weird,
1: but I, you know, I guess there are a few different avenues that people could take to try to be safe. But at the end of the day, I think going back to the point of like therapy and doing necessary work of like checking yourself and getting to know yourself and setting boundaries, um, I think you're less likely to run in those situations if you're picking people carefully as yes. well. And that only comes from a place of practice and, and healthy mindset. I mean, instead of picking people out of, um, because of their energy and the connection you want to have with them, and if that involves sexual acts, then great. Um, but and, and you'll kind of have a better idea of people on the same page as you from that frequency. But if you're reaching out in desperation and hedonistic greed, then you going to set yourself up probably for yeah. some really uncomfortable experiences. And, you know, consent is just... Another way to protect yourself. But that healing. Consent plus healing. The rest Yes. Consent
0: <laughs> plus healing. Yes. Hmm. And this... Speaking of healing, one of the other things that I did want to touch on as well is just letting, you know, um, men know that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And to feel your feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to... If you're mad about something, if you're happy, it's okay to be joyous. It's okay. Um, I'm starting <clears throat> I'm starting to see, as I'm going through dating and stuff, and just, um, it's this dating group that I'm in on Facebook, and I'm just paying more attention to the men. Because I'm noticing, you can tell that they've been through something or that they're hurting, but they don't. Instead of just saying that outright, it comes off as a very aggressive way hmm. and disrespectful way. Um, or you can just, some of the things that they would say is like, this is really just a general question, but you just really made it about you because it seems like there's something really going on. Or <laughs> well, they'd be
1: like, don't you hate when bitches be stealing your food and sleeping with your friends? And it's like,
0: uh, Kevin, or you, you got something you need to tell or, me? Or they <laughs> do those passive-aggressive memes like, Uh I'm trying to think of one where they be like, um, I I I wish I had this with my bae or something. It'll be like two couples snuggled up or something and it's like even the one using the memes as a way to express yourself instead of just saying it. I noticed that too.
1: People's memes really tell on that. Yes, it really does.
0: I just go through I can learn a lot about you by what you
1: repost on your. And what cracks me up are the ones where they be like, hoes be like, and it be something like super degradating, like hoes, you know, have something to do with, it. it's usually a sucking dick joke, yeah. or she's money hungry joke, or whatever it is. All the and, other
0: stereotypes. Right, and are
1: there women out there like that? Absolutely. it, it They exist in all forms, not yes. just women, mm-hmm. it's, it's people. There's fucked up people yeah, out there just who will try people. to take advantage of you, but I know stereotypically, but you know, you see these memes about, yeah, you know, hoes out here be like, and it'd be like, oh, no, those are the hoes that you, you be like, with. So you need to re- figure out why you attract these particular hoes <laughs> and get your life together. And i
0: be the ones I'm just either, I'll, um, I'll not necessarily unfriend on Facebook. I'll just unfollow um, them or snooze them for yeah. 30 days. And then after those 30 days, if I, like, this nigga added again. All right, I'm. I'm just gonna just have to get you off my. I'm yeah. just gonna have to unfriend you because you are in a very negative space and you're clouding up my timeline yeah. with your bullshit. Oh yeah, if I and you need to say- heal.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> if I start seeing people who are repeatedly on my timeline, and I start seeing every time I see their name. I start to feel dread, like yes. oh, what kind of shit that they post now. Yeah, and it's wild because these people get a lot of engagement. Some they of them. do, and it's like, goddamn, damn, really like 100, something.
0: 150 people liking something, but then you see somebody so post something ignorant. pop positive or even like hilarious, but in a positive way that's relatable. Mm-hmm. People. two two or three likes likes. 10 is a good day maybe 30 maybe 30 you you really go falling out of control right yeah but all the negative the debauchery the bullshit you see a thousand likes on it and people commenting and it's just when you read those comments the the rare times that I do just read them I'm like god damn the energy is just filled with just crab in a barrel misery mentality, yeah. mentality and it's like oh and i got even they off. end
1: up attacking each other yes! and it's like this conversation is in no way constructive like at all and i get surprised every now and then i run into a conversation like the other day i was so surprised pleasantly that there was somebody who said something i don't even remember what the conversation was about but they clearly had a disagreement or a misunderstanding and then Go- oh, it was on YouTube, actually. And there was a guy who said, oh, I didn't even see it that way. Thank you for calling to my attention. You know, I, I stand by what I said, but I probably should have said it differently. Thank you for checking me on that. And the guy was like, yeah, no problem. I've been there. I understand where you're coming from. That's and healthy, I was like, oh my healthy debate. Now, that's a unicorn for social media. Yes. I love seeing those. Man, you should have took a screenshot. I know, <laughs> I, I said this. This is what it looks like. Yes, I should have. Because I... <laughs> I love it. It's kind of, uh, okay. Just so, like, <laughs> try to relate it to something else that I do. And this is probably I'm a glutton for punishment. Is probably why I do this. But I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is one of the few, I do too. Few, <laughs> Which is one of the few reality shows I'll get into. That one and Married to Medicine. And I will sit through those, hoping that the fucked up relationships will get fixed. <laughs> And I'm like, why do I do that to myself? I I know know that that's not why they're here. (laughs) Yeah. I be wanting it so bad. And it's the same thing scrolling through social media. And it's like, why do I expect anything different? Anything different. That's how people are. And it goes back to that quote. Like, I remember um, uh, my partner, he said, I forgot who he said said it. But he said, you know, back in the day when you got all your boys with you, y'all riding the school bus together, everybody's on the bus, right? Mm -hmm. But then once you start to elevate in life... You know, those really fancy cars only come with two seats. You can't take everybody with you to the top. And so as people are elevating, yeah, you will weed out the folks who are oh, like yeah. into the drama and the misery and stuff. And sometimes we float back into that group. Yes. I'll be honest. I
0: have. <laughs> float, float.
1: home. Yes. I have definitely done that. But, um, you
0: know, I don't, I don't like to stay there too long. No, definitely not. Because yeah. it, it, it just, it always hits me physically first. Yeah. And then it, it knocks me down spiritually. It hits me mentally first. Mm-hmm. I start to um,
1: I start to dwell on whatever the topic is. And then that turns into a physical. Like I have a visceral response to that. And then that'll fuck me up spiritually down mm-hmm. the line. And so I have to be, as soon as I start, like, okay, I'm starting to stew over something. Time to move on. I don't need to do that. To me, that's progress because there's times where I'd be like, I can't turn away. It's like I, gotta, it's I like just, just gotta start. keep car crash in slow
0: motion, yeah. like, and I just keep going. <laughs> You're like, can't no. stop, can't Let's stop, still go stop. Go <laughs> I just gotta leave I just gotta keep going. Oh my god, they said what? <laughs> and he's <it's just> laughing. He's like, oh shit, click like, <laughs> oh, right. god damn. Yeah,
1: I'll be liking comments. Yeah. I agree with. You. I'm like, <laughs> I, I I ain't getting into this conversation, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm gonna like. Go See, I used to jump into the conversation. Oh no, I learned my lesson. I was like, like no nah, I'm
0: stressed out. I can't I don't have uh-uh. time. So now I'll just like I've done that before. Uh-huh. Especially on oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about I, it was on some shit that didn't even make no sense. And I'm like, this this it <laughs> what lo- was it. It was because somebody put a post up about um two 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 gay men having a baby and it was like, oh, they trying to end the world population. And so Wait, who was? Some guy. I don't even know. Wait, no, no. Who's trying to end the world population? That exactly. I don't even know who. Exactly. <laughs> the gays? The gays, I guess, with their gay agenda. That was the, the the theme of it. Okay. Um and so I was like, No, I cannot just grow past this shit. I and I said, What is the intended purpose of this of this meeting, of this post? <laughs> That's how it started. That's such an earth
1: sign way to initiate <laughs> a petty conversation. do get ready to get real heated. <laughs> I need to know what your thought process was behind <laughs> what you just did. I, I I feel like it. I, wait, and I felt like I came in a respectful manner. <laughs> There's so much heat and juice behind <laughs> behind that statement. Cause it sounds pleasant, but you know it's getting ready to come with the thunder. Oh yes, you the get thunder challenge the
0: fuck out of the, immediately. The thunder came right after. <laughs> I know it did. And I, I'm going back and forth. Then another motherfucker try them then and I'm I was like, oh hell no, I had to switch. I switched to my laptop Look. so I can use both. Oh, my God. I've done that. <laughs> like, Mom, oh, I got girl. something for y'all motherfuckers. Or you say, if you can't get to a laptop,
1: you just be aggressive. See? Okay, hold on. Let me go back and make sure. Wait, I don't me... want nobody coming for me and my grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll, try,
0: I'll, I'll bust out a thesaurus and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and make sure I everything is spelled right?
0: And I'm like, I'm like Liz... Why are you doing this? Cuz I like let it bother. I really let that yes. bother me and typically I don't. I yeah. don't jump in. I don't let it bother me. And yeah, I think after that though. I I cut myself off from social media for like a couple of weeks yeah. where I was just like I'm not hopping on there. I will if I post something it's through a different app to to launch it on there but yeah. I cannot. Yep. Cuz I was like that that took it, it took part of me away. I hear you. I
1: barely post anymore. and it's just Same here. I just, yeah. And I used to really be into it, you know, for personal reasons and then for business reasons. But now, like, both of those completely, I'm almost totally uninterested in it. Other than scrolling through other people's creativity. I love seeing the stuff that people are making. The yeah. new dances and dog
0: videos and stuff. Sometimes I get a good laugh or learn something new. Um, but that's about it. Like, I haven't even been doing that. Like when I hop, if I hop on Instagram, I just, I just shave my head. I'm like, you know
1: what? <laughs> Facebook shorts is where it's at. Huh? For me, Facebook shorts. It's basically yes. the new like Instagram flip, but, and it shows stuff from Instagram too. But you just get quick videos, and depending on what you look at, you'll keep seeing. It. So if it's funny stuff, you'll more than likely see like more comedy stuff on. But that's
0: there. probably like about as much as I can take. But I, I I hopped on, I think a couple of days ago, and I was like. Oh, yeah, because I did make a post. And then I was like, yep, all right, I'm hopping off. (laughs) And I have a habit of doing that too. I'll post something and forget that I even posted. And then I got responses. Yeah, and I was like, damn, the times that I don't even think I'm going to get a response. It's like that. And I'm like, but it's on some negative shit, really. Oh, is it? I mean, I kind of think it is. Or maybe it was just more like, it's relatable because I said, am I the only one that's going insane? Or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, it's kind of negative, but it's relatable because other people felt the same way. But, you know, I just shared that and kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But, if I don't know. It's like we all thrive on, most of us thrives on, on some type of chaos. I think that's just us as humans.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's got to be some fire that's got to get lit under you to yeah. drive you forward and and that's cool and we still need things to cope like I don't think there's anything wrong with getting external help but going back to the point of like dependency it's anytime you have to rely on something to move forward that's where I take issue now some people are at a point of no return like if you obviously if you're on prescription medication or something like that then that may be the only alternative for you I happen to like the idea that no one has to stay that way forever. But no, some people don't. do get to a point where, you know, depending on the severity of the situation, that really, truly might be the only thing available as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people got to do what they got to do to get by. But um, I think anytime you got to rely on something, whether that's people, because I think people can be a vice.
0: Yes. Relationships themselves yes. can be vices for sure. Um, I mean, when you see people media? hopping from one relationship to another they always got to constantly be around somebody or be tied to somebody instead of just being Being on their own yeah Yeah. okay with sitting in solitude
1: yeah i i think solitude is extremely important oh
0: hell yeah yeah
1: it's extremely important but some people also can use solitude as a crutch and they say ah i like my own company better than other people I've and Then done you April don't before, too. i have too <laughs> i know and and that's why i guess being in those positions allow you to have compassion for people
0: mm-hmm. but also
1: you know you got to be able to call yourself out at some point that's the, that's taking accountability and saying okay i don't I, this thing helped me in the moment it's cool but this is helped me so that i can get to the next step yes not so i can stay where i am <clears throat> yeah and i think that's that's the difference between you know, dependency and tr- I think healthy coping maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause you got to be able to, to learn how to cope and adapt to what's going on. I think that's uh, another part of a human re- experience and evolving and growing is you got to learn. Yeah. Um, Cause if you don't, you just tend to be stuck in the same, you're stuck in the mud Yep. and you can't get out. Yep. So remember, fellas, consent, it's okay to cry, (laughs) (laughs) therapy is cool, and um, yeah, sometimes you can be by yourself, but other times you need to be around each other, (laughs) other people, because we are humans and we are social creatures. So um, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back. All right, welcome back. So, yeah, we are done, ladies and gentlemen. But before we go, um, Brittany, would you like to share where people can find you? Sure. You can
1: find me on Instagram at Brittany Shawnee. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y-S-H-A-W-N-E-E. Um, also, um, you can hire me for services if you're interested in massage, body work, yoga instruction, or self-care coaching. And you can reach me at www.betterbody.com. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-D-H-I. You can email me at Brittany at BetterBody.com, as well as find me on Instagram at BetterBody. So um, if you're interested in services, please let me know, or feel free to contact me with any questions or inquiries.
0: And I just want to throw it out there, not because she's my bestie, but... She is the bomb when it comes oh. to doing massages and doing energy work. She will she will get your not only your chakras in line, but she'll get that that your body in line as well. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Check her out. I'm just saying, you know. I appreciate um, <laughs> that. I do. I <laughs> no, really do. No problem. You know, I, I gotta throw it out there because you 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 are the bomb. Okay. Um, and you already know where you can find me. On IG, it's Liz Myers uh, L-I-Z-M-Y-E-R-S C P S, which stands for certified peer specialist. Ooh. Also <laughs> Which congratulations on hey, that by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Certified you know, Peer Specialist. You, know. you can also see Liz for some service. Yes, cause I can service. Not that type of service. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <Bow-chicka-bow-bow-wow. Bow-wow. laughs> okay (laughs) you can also find me um i produce or i create content how-to videos of how to get your life together on adulting sucks right podcast on youtube also on facebook um or you could just look me up liz Myers. oh also i have a lot of pages um there's a discussion page, Peace of Mind, P E A C E of Mind, STL, um, where we have discussions to share, inspire, motivate one another, and or you can just you know get your feelings out. So, uh, anything else going on, or do you have any words of wisdom, anything like that, well wishes? Um,
1: show yourself some grace. Show grace to others. We're all in this together. We're at different stages of this life thing. So it's okay if you don't get it right the first time. Just what uh, determines your character as a person um, is your ability to keep going and your willingness and determination to grow and
0: move forward and be better no matter what. Those are wise words. Thank you. Wise words. Thank you. Don't worry about what other motherfuckers think. (laughs) Hey, that's a very important lesson on this journey. Yes. Be 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 your own cheerleader and don't worry about other people cheerleading for you. Absolutely. And yeah. yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. So with that, happy holidays, everyone. Um, we got some things in the works. I'll just say that and I won't say no more. So more to come in the future. Yes. In the near future. Um, so remember drink your water so your black don't crack and still wear your sunscreen to keep your melanin popping. And your Bye. lip gloss and your lip gloss <laughs> as I'm licking my dry ass lips. <laughs> we got me cotton mouth in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all. So peace. I love y'all. Be safe. Take care of each other and try not to hurt one another. Bye.